There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Meow. Meow. We're back again. Meow. I'm Zane. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I forgot right. for a second. I thought I was a cat. I'm sorry to have you bring you back to reality. God, it would be good to be a cat, wouldn't Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? This is the third. This Beefy hasn't moved. <laughs> this is like... <laughs> We've been we've been doing this a while, and I haven't seen Fifi move. There's been three episodes. Oh, to be a cat where moving is optional. Yeah, God, wouldn't that be good? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, uh, the podcast where we talk exclusively and only about cats. Yes, and sometimes about overcooked. So, very occasionally, <laughs> once in twenty-four episodes. That one time. That one time. <laughs> this is episode number twenty-five. Wow. Yeah. This is it. Quarter century. Quarter century. Good Lord, this came around quickly. And Jess isn't even here to celebrate. No, she no, she's celebrating elsewhere. That's the problem. <laughs> but we've got to come into work. Oh look. Come on. It's, it's right. fine. Fifi's here. It is. It's true. Wherever Jess is, Fifi is not there. So, so call we've that got Jess. Don't <laughs> no, worry. Right. Jess will be back. Yeah, she'll be back one day. Because I can't handle looking at cats all day. <laughs> Cuteness overload. It's just not It's not feasible. No, me. no. It's, can't too, handle it's it anymore. too much for any one person. <laughs> so what have we got on the agenda for today, Zane? I am going to tell you about a new study released in October about the interaction between pets and asthma. Oh, interesting. Mm, and it might be good news for asthmatics out there. Oh, so yes. just uh, just a little bit of a, a spoiler about that is yeah, maybe it's good news and not terrible news. Oh, good. <laughs> I feel like there's enough ter- terrible news going around. Um, and I'm going to talk about another breed of cats. Um, this one is a particularly fun one. It's called the Toyga. The Toyga. Uh, not, not uh, sort of pronounce it like you were a villain in Austin Powers. Um uh, please have you, have demonstrate. You, uh, no, toy, um, gold member. Have you seen gold member? A long time ago, Riley. Anyway, he um, so gold member is Dutch, um, and he's got this. Oh right, he's got yes, these okay. very very toit pants, <laughs> uh, toit like a toyger. Um, thankfully, this is just a like this cat looks like a tiger. Yeah. It does what it says on the tin. <laughs> does what it says on the tin. It's little. It's stripy. It's orange. It's fantastic. And we will be talking to, um, not God. I wish we were talking to this guy. Um, we were. We will talk um, about Colonel Meow. Colonel Meow. Something of a legend. I talk like this because I am called Colonel Meow. Yeah, I imagine that. It that looks like what he sounds like. That, Good. That sounds like what 
Yep. Almost. He almost got it. Good God. It's been a long weekend. Jess, come back. <laughs> I need help. Okay. Um, I will dive in with the... Uh, we'll talk about Colonel Meow. Colonel Meow. Colonel Meow. Um, so... Cattle person. It is a cat. Hooray! That's the um, best. He is a cat. He sadly... Is no longer with us. Aww. Yeah. So, going to start on a bit of a downer, but we're remembering his legacy. Colonel Meow um, was a two-year-old Himalayan Persian crossbreed, and he was an absolute sensation online. Um, before Grumpy Cat, there was this guy. <laughs> um, he was he he's got his record holder. Um, he is the Guinness World Record holder uh, for the longest fur on a cat. His fur was nine inches long. I just that is this guy up. a whole he, lot of fur. He is all fur. <laughs> <laughs> it looks it looks like he's hiding amongst bushes of yeah. fur. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. The other thing he is well known for, um, he also gained the title. Um, I don't think it's that official, but he gained the title of world's angriest cat <laughs> he does he does look peeved because in any and all pictures of him he looks cranky <laughs> and it, i think it has something to do with the very impressive <laughs> eyebrows that he yeah has. he's sporting some like john howard eyebrows <laughs> is what we're looking at here um so he almost looks like an ewok he, he does like like <laughs> yeah that that facial fur is it's next Impressive. level, hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Colonel Meow was kitten, very well loved. Um, he had a um, an Instagram page. I think he, I think he had an Instagram account, yeah. Um, and where, you know, his owners, um, they are named in here, but I can't find it at the moment. But they would, you know, post lots of pictures and he would get a lot of rave reviews because he's got so much fur and because he looks angry all the time. Um, leading him, there's a bit of a narrative that goes on with him. Um, he is aspiring to world domination. He refers to his owners as human slave beasts. Um, I mean, that's just all cats though, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's what they're all thinking. Um, and uh, his followers were known as his minions. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, Marie uh, Anne-Marie Avey was the owner's name. Um, and yeah, so... That's kind of kind of all we've got on here is just he's a big cat. In, oh, in 2013, he became the CEO of BuzzFeed. What? Yeah. Okay. Forgot about that one. Um, so it was a house cat. He's, his power grew. Um, he began amassing followers and hatching all these plans. Um, and yeah, after he was recognized, um, after a while, he was recognized by the Guinness World Records for having the longest hair of any cat in the world. Um, he didn't want to stop at just a world record. In 2013, he became the CEO of BuzzFeed. <laughs> but uh, how, how, how and why, we will never know. Okay. All right. We, he, didn't, he didn't leave us any of his... Uh, he didn't, his plans were too, too large for, for our feeble minds. We, <laughs> well, we couldn't I, comprehend. I'm just reading through his Wikipedia page now. It's pretty phenomenal. And he passed away on, on January, in January 2014. And in that year, Friskies posted an ad entitled Cat Summer 
that announced that for each view that that ad received, um, they would donate one meal to needy cats in Colonel Meow's name. That's phenomenal. And, and then the video stars uh, Grumpy Cat as well as other famous internet cats. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, yeah, he was lovingly known by his hundreds of thousands of followers as an adorable, fearsome dictator, <laughs> a prodigious scotch drinker. <laughs> I, I, I can't get behind cats drinking scotch, but if it's hypothetical, <laughs> yeah, it's, then I'm about it. Pretty sure it's hypothetical scotch. <laughs> he looks like he'd enjoy a scotch. Oh, absolutely. Though. He looks like he would be sitting in like this, this library <laughs> and just like sipping a scotch, having a cigar. And scotch neat, like no ice oh, for him. Yeah, no. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Don't be ridiculous. Ice is for kittens. Yeah, that's it. He's a real cat. He's a real cat. Um, yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, 20, um, 2014, yeah, Colonel Meow passed away, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, the uh, Friskies did have that cat summer campaign. Um, donate a meal to needy, one meal to needy cats in Colonel Meow's name. Um, Gosh, he's fluffy. Yeah, he's so fluffy. <laughs> Look at some pictures of this this guy and like like his face is incredible. Like his yes. fur is ludicrous. <laughs> he is a 10 out of 10 internet cat. I'm giving it 10 out of 10 cats. Yep. Yep. I mean, Grumpy Cat's amusing, but Colonel Meow. There's <laughs> a whole other level. A whole next level. Yeah. Like a, yeah, good. All he's right. A, he's a good guy. <laughs> Uh, in in his little bio, just one last bit, in his little bio in Wikipedia, in his little, like, box. Um, Colonel Meow, other names, The Colonel, Species, Fearless Cathus, Breed, Persian, blah, 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 all this other stuff. Known for his scowl and long hair. Ah, <laughs> oh, bless. Bless his disgruntled heart. <sighs> Thank right. you, Colonel Meow. Thank you, Colonel Meow. I think I'm going to put you as my desktop wallpaper for a while. <laughs> Because that is impressive. Yeah. All right. Let me tell you about this study please, of asthma and cats. Well, it's cats and dogs, but, you know, there's a cat podcast, so a little awkward. Mm. Um, so it comes from the American College of Chest Physicians uh, and uh, it's a study analysing the environmental exposures like pets, cats and dogs and secondhand smoke to determine whether they have a role in asthma control among children whose asthma is managed. So if you have if you're being treated for asthma rather than if you're not you have asthma that is untreated. Yeah, right. Uh, so research has found that once asthma guidelines are followed, environmental exposures like pets uh, were not significant factors in overall asthma improvement. Oh, okay. So it's a study uh, from the Nationwide Ch- Children's Hospital analysed environmental exposures uh, to determine if they have a role in asthma control among children whose asthma is controlled with uh, medication um, and that sort of thing. So if you've got inhalers or puffers or, or yeah. anything else. Yeah. Um, so children with a diagnosis of uncontrolled asthma uh and were followed at a pediatric asthma centre and provided asthma care mm-hmm. um, as per guidelines. And at each visit from three to six months apart, families completed asthma questionnaires, including 
um, how often they had attacks, um, what their symptoms were, and what controls they were had in had in had in place. Yeah. As well as exposure to cats, dogs, and secondhand smoke. Mm. Uh, so the, there were 395 children aged two to 17 years who were included in the study. Um, 25% uh, were exposed to secondhand smoke and 55% were exposed to cat and dogs at home, cats and dogs at home. Yep. And clinical outcomes included um, over this time uh, that not significant difference if it's controlled. So obviously if it's, un- it's uncontrolled and untreated asthma, then uh, pet dander can be a problem and can cause attacks. But if it's being treated, then there's no no uh, urgent reason to rehome your pets. Right. Um, so good news for asthma sufferers yeah, that's very everywhere good news. in that uh, cats and dogs won't make your asthma any worse. Yeah, good. So you If just- you're getting the correct medical treatment. Yes, do yeah. that first. Do that first, as always. That's, you know. Good rule. Yeah, good rule of thumb. Go see a doctor. Yeah, just do it. Even if you don't <laughs> think there's anything wrong, it's good to check up every now and again because things can sneak up on you. Yep, so that's the study. There we go. That's good news. Mm. I thought so because I grew up in a house full of asthma sufferers. I yeah. didn't have asthma myself, but uh, both my siblings and my mother mm. suffer from asthma. My mother still does to this day, uh, but we always had pets. Yeah, so, right. Because we lived on a farm, so there was always yeah, pets okay. about. Yeah, right. I didn't know you grew up on a farm. I did. I oh, grew up on a farm. I see. I had one cat my entire life and I had about 17 dogs over the period of 17 years. Oh. Oh, we, we kind of took in stray dogs and, oh, and okay, yeah, right. we had a lot of dogs and farm dogs, etc. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of turnover in terms of like dogs passing. Yeah. Yeah. That would be very, that would be incredibly unfortunate. <laughs> I did that with guinea pigs once. <laughs> oh, guinea pigs. Yeah. I had yeah. I had seven, I think, in the space of three months. It wasn't going well. That's and, one heck of an investment, but this is yeah, a cat podcast. That is, that is a so, whole other topic. <laughs> Let me get back to some cats, <laughs> specifically the toiga. So as you can probably guess from its name, the toiga looks like a tiger. So he's bred specifically to look like a tiger, right? Yeah, it's not yeah. just a happy accident. It's yeah, someone's not just been like, "Holy shit, that's a little tiger." <laughs> no, it's it's um it's a domestic breed that has been selectively bred to resemble um the incredibly um recognizable stripes of a tiger. Um, they uh first came about in about the 1980s, they reckon. Um, where, as I said, selective breeding um, was being done to try and get them to resemble a toy tiger. Basically, like a tiger cub that doesn't grow up. Yeah. Because I think that's everybody's dream. <sighs> it's my dream. Yeah. To have a tiger cub that grows up to be a tiger that can yeah, defend I mean, me against anyone who wants to come near me. Yeah. And like if, you, <laughs> if you're cold in winter, it'll yeah. like sleep on your feet. and it'll Quite be, right. Your feet will never be cold, ever. <laughs> um, so, the, uh, so the toy tiger... Or the toiger, um, its striped coat is reminiscent of the tigers. Obviously, breed's creator uh, Judy Sugden, Sugden, S U G D E N, Sugden, Sugden, uh, has stated that the breed was developed in order to inspire people to care about the conservation of tigers in the wild. Huh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a much better reason to than just for fun. Yeah, that actually links to another article that I was gonna, um, 
I was going to bring out as its its own standalone article, but I think it kind of works in tandem with this one. So I'm just going to throw it in as well. Why not? Um, oh, but it's a bit. Uh, no, I've 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 spilled the beans. I got to do it first. A little bit more on the Toyga. Um, uh, so it was recognized for registration only by the International Cat Association in the early 1990s. Advanced through all requirements to be an accepted as a full championship breed in 2007. Wow, so quite recently. Yeah, like super recent. Um, and there are now about, I reckon, 20 breeders in the United States and f- 15 or so in the rest of the world. Um, the breed began development in the 80s when Judy Sugden, a breeder looking to clarify the mackerel markings in Tabby, uh, noticed distinctive markings in one of her cats, tiny spots occurring on the temples of the face, um, which are normally devoid of any patterns um, in um, most cats proved genetically that the circular tiger face pattern could be possible in a domestic cat. After importing a tom from the streets of India with noticeable spotting breakup, um, noticeable spotting breaking up the usual tabby lines on top of the head, quest to develop a toy tiger began in earnest. Um, yeah, so they are... Where is some statistics on them? Uh, come on. <laughs> um, all right, so they are quite a muscular breed. Like, um, they're quite strong, probably medium-sized, um, quite dense. Tiger cub that won't grow up to eat you. I'm good. Look, if you raise a proper tiger cub properly, they won't yeah. eat you. You've just got to feed them properly. A lot. You've probably <laughs> got to feed them a lot. Um, Toyga has a sweet, calm personality and is generally friendly. He's outgoing enough to walk on a leash. Big tick. Energetic <laughs> enough to play fetch. Real big tick. Um, and other interactive games, and confident enough to get along with other cats and friendly dogs. He can also be a good choice for family with children as long as their interactions are supervised. Um, they normally weigh uh, 7 to 15 pounds, so probably sitting around the, the 5 yeah. kilo mark, yeah. 5, 6 kilos, um, and live for 13 or more years. Um, so pretty Who's standard. a pretty kitty? Yeah, they're so pretty. <laughs> they're so pretty. You need to have a look at one. Um and uh, yeah, so their um, grooming routine is pretty standard. Brush them uh, once a week, it says here. Um, needs regular nail trimming, toothbrushing, and ear cleaning. Um, so regular vet checkups would be good. Um, it's well suited to any home with people who will love him and care for him, keep him indoors to protect him from cars, diseases spread by other cats, and attacks from other animals. Or if we're in Australia, keep him indoors to protect other animals from him. Correct. More likely. But also from from cars, I assume that that yeah. is, do they chase cars? Do they have a particular Maybe. relationship yeah. with cars? <laughs> I just really like some of them. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, so Judy Sugden bred them. This was interesting. I, I didn't. I must have skipped over this bit earlier. Um, read when uh, yeah said that Judy started breeding them to um, you know get people interested in the conservation of of real tigers yeah, in yeah. the wild. Um, and as I said, this kind of ties into one of my other articles that I had uh, because there are more pet tigers in the world than there are tigers in the wild. This happened in the last couple of weeks. They, they did a survey yeah. and it came out that there are more more tigers in captivity than in the wild now. Which is horrifying. It's It's, it's really disappointing because they are one of the most recognizable and like <clears throat> it's – 
conservationists have a lot of trouble like uh, making people care about microfauna, like the the little animals and insects that you can't see but are incredibly yeah, integral like, to like a, bees at yeah. the moment. And tigers are like so recognizable and majestic yeah. and people can go, wow, that is an amazing animal. Yeah. And still still they're disappearing. Still we end up here. Yeah. Um, and this is how this is why humans can't have nice things. Because we chop them up and eat them for sex reasons. <laughs> Yeah, tiger penis is yeah. used as a thing, like yeah. a Viagra as an, thing in as an traditional medicine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on, guys, come on, guys. There are better ways. Jesus. First the rhinos, now the tigers. Like things are not looking good. You yeah, guys. no. Like it's just like there's a picture of a tiger here, and it's such a beautiful. Like I don't, I don't understand. I mean, Pe- don't get me wrong. People are garbage. I don't want to run into a tiger just in the wild. No. Because scary. Yeah. But uh, they deserve to be there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. They're so deserving of being there. It's like, you know, people go whale watching. You wouldn't want to be like just out for a swim and a whale shows up. Yeah. Yeah. So I but- know in in 2011, there were estimated to be 3,200 tigers left in the wild. Yeah. So this is the Tiger Range countries or TRCs, which is Bangladesh, Bhutan, Cambodia, China, India, Indonesia, uh, Malaysia, Myanmar, Nepal, Russia, Thailand, Vietnam, and North Korea. Yep. Um, so that that's where the thirteen those thirteen member states have signed on basically things saying that we are going to try and bring up the population, but poaching has brought it down anyway. Yeah. Like just, it just hasn't worked. Yeah, like conservation efforts. That they're, they're definitely trying. Like <sighs> there's no shortage of trying. It's just that there's more shit people in the world than there are good people. Hey, people, stop it. Just sincerely stop it. Zane. As much as like as as much as I did go on before about wanting to keep a tiger as a pet. Don't. No, don't. Don't. Unless don't. unless that tiger has been abandoned and raised and is no longer suitable for being yeah. in the wild, if it, don't keep tigers as pets. Yeah. Like, <sighs> shouldn't have to be said. <laughs> really? People are trash. Yeah, goddamn, aren't they? <laughs> Hi there, welcome to Glass of Wine. <laughs> yes, welcome to Glass of Wine. Uh, people are trash and tigers are the best. Yes. Good Lord. Um, so, yeah, that is the Toyga and then a little bit of sad ranting on the state of tigers. Yeah, find a Toyga and then tell everyone about why the Toyga was invented. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> Do that. Do that. All right, Zane. Okay. Let's go to the internet. From that incredibly distressing point that we just made, I'm going to cheer you up with my Instagram cat of the week. And it is Instagram.com forward slash Sam has eyebrows. And now Sam is an all white cat, except Stop it. for two black markings above his eyes. <laughs> and so he is the most expressive cat in the world because he looks constantly surprised because these markings travel upwards towards the center of his forehead. Uh, he is an amazing cat and looking through his Instagram feed, it always looks like he's either concerned, surprised or curious. 
<laughs> it looks like someone's drawn a mustache on his head. <laughs> oh my god! Now uh, his owners say that he does enjoy going out in a stroller, so he doesn't walk on a leash, but he does enjoy going out. Uh, basically for walks with them. I would do that. If I was a cat, I'd be like, don't really want to walk. I'll let you push me. Walking such a human thing to do, and I'm better than that. Come on. Oh, my God. He is so cute. He oh. is adorable, and I'm just scrolling through now. Like, yeah, it's just, no, it's just amazing. <laughs> uh, He's got a little toy as well with eyebrows. <laughs> He's got a little toy. Oh. Oh, bless his heart. Uh, so, yeah, he is he's an all-white, just just a domestic short hair with just some incredibly unique uh, markings. Oh, my days. He does have his own website, www.samhaseyebrows.nyc. Uh, and, yeah, so go, go follow him. Uh, follow him on Instagram. It is a lot of fun because who doesn't love a cat with eyebrows? Just imagine if you... Like stuck fake eyebrows on a cat. Oh. Oh, I wonder if Fifi would hate that. She probably would. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait until she's feeling particularly kindly towards yeah. me. <laughs> I feel like she's sleepy enough at the moment that you could maybe get away just with ignore. it. Yeah. Just ignore. Just ignore it. All right, oh. who do we have from BFF this week? Okay, so from BFF this week, we are looking at kimchi. 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 Not the kind you'd find at a jar, this one, unless you have, <laughs> unless you leave an open jar on the floor, in which case she might crawl in. Kimchi is a female domestic short hair. Uh, she is born on the 14th of February this year. Um, and uh, she's gorgeous. She's like this really, she's like quite a light ginger with mm. a white belly. Um, she's very, very pretty. Um, and she's up for adoption. Uh, so her snuggle scope, she's quite affectionate. Um, she's good with other cats. Um, but needs a pretty steady introduction. She can get a bit overwhelmed at first. Um, Aww, hasn't been tested with dogs or kids, um, probably because of that reason. Yeah, because that a would be shy. A, that would be a lot to do. Yeah, she is a little bit shy. Um, so her bio says that she's a curious little kitten that likes to explore her home. She's a bit more independent and can often be found laying in a prime position by herself or with her brother during rest times. Um, when it comes to play, she's a little firecracker. She loves to run around and go crazy with the other foster kittens <laughs> and could try to play with passing ankles. She's an ankle biter. <laughs> yes. Uh, when tired, she likes to curl up by herself or with another kitty or person for a nap. And if that's not everything you need in a cat. <laughs> that's just what you want. That's, that's like that's, that's the sentence that makes you go and adopt kimchi. That's, that's why you need a cat is because <laughs> it's time for a nap. Come here. Okay, good. Um, she loves a good pat and a cuddle and often turns her purr motor up. Um, she often likes to sit and supervise work in the kitchen at dinner time. Um, she is just curious, doesn't particularly want your food. Um, she can get a little bit hissy and grumbly when she's overwhelmed. Um, she hasn't acted mean to anybody. Um, so bless you, Kimchi. You're too <laughs> pure for this world. Um, and again, yeah, she's a bit shy, so she can just get a bit overwhelmed at first, you know. So if you've got a big family and everyone turns out to see the new kitten you've brought home. Quiet introduction. Yeah, she might not like that. Um, is she a kitten or is she a kitten? She's a kitten, so ah. she's uh, eight months, nine months old. She's such a beautiful caramel she ginger color. She is, yeah, such a gorgeous, and she's got like a ring tail. Mm. Oh, you're so pretty. 
God damn it. Why can't I have cats? Um, she's it's all- time for you to move, Riley. Oh, God. You're telling me. <laughs> um, she's always up for a good pat and a cuddle and she loves hanging around her people. Um, yeah. Adopt kimchi. She's, Adopt kimchi. She's gorgeous and she she deserves to be adopted. If yeah. you're lucky, you will deserve kimchi. And if you can't adopt her, donate food or blankets or litter to Best Friends Felines because they are doing the best of work for all of Brisbane's cats. Oh, yeah. And they can always use more, more help, especially during this kitten season. Oh, my God. It's always a difficult time because kittens are everywhere and they were already bursting at the seams from last kitten season. So go on their website, have a look. They have so many cats and they're all adorable. And the, These people do great work uh, socialising cats and making sure that they're ready for adoption, uh, making sure that they're dissexed and have all their vet work up to date. So Best Friends Felines, they deserve all of your help. So go go have a look at and what they've got on their website. Yeah, do that. They're do good guys. That. Help them out. And uh, that'll about do us for today, I, I believe. We have been Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Uh, you can find us on social media. We are uh, the Meow Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And we are Everybody Wants to Be a Cat on Facebook. Our episodes all go up on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play. Anywhere you get a podcast, we typically appear there. And if you can't find us, let Try us know. <laughs> well, let us know. know. We'll we'll get on there. Yeah, we will <laughs> fix that. We will make we will make ourselves available. <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's it. We'll see you next time. See you then. Talk about cats more. Yeah. And go scold everyone who's ever wanted a tiger pet. Yeah. Don't don't buy tigers. Get a toyger. And then send me invite me over, <laughs> please. Bye. Meow. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 